Do you want your business to succeed? Technology can take you there. Let's throw open the IT closet door and explore how technology can impact your goals. Join us on Business Plus Tech Equals Success with your host, VP of Sales and Marketing of Cinetech Solutions, Nancy Sabino. I am back. I know you may have missed me for quite some time, and I missed you definitely very much, but life got in the way, a little crazy. That is a little bit about what this episode is about. Life can get crazy, business can get crazy, especially within the time that we're living in now. A little update on myself. You may have noticed that my title has changed. I was the CEO of Sabino Comp Tech and am now the VP of Sales and Marketing of Cinetech Solutions. In case that doesn't answer the hiatus, uh, yes, I did exit my business. And it is actually to someone that if you have listened to previous episodes, you would know who it is. And so I am excited to introduce my guest today, Myron Herrera, who uh, is now, I guess, proud owner of Sabino Comptech. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I am. I am a proud owner. Hi, Nancy. Well, there you Thanks go. for having me. How is everything? Thanks for being on. I, you know, uh, life is good. Yeah, especially that was, uh, that was definitely a, a, a messy, come, <laughs> not messy, but, you know, hectic couple of months, you know, so not messy, hectic for sure, I would say. But, you know, lots to do when you are trying to become bigger, ultimately speaking, right? Be able to accomplish more. Absolutely. I mean, the Sabino Comtech team joining us has been a great thing, not just for our customers, but for our staff as well. Some of the things that merger acquisition does to give both the Sabino customers and the Cinetech customers just more possibilities, you know, and I think in today's age with everything going on in, in life, like you said, in this stage of what we're dealing with, it's, it's, it's well-received. Yeah, absolutely. I think all around. And for me, I think has been a, a great transition. Um, I'm excited within my new role and I am so happy that I get to continue with this podcast and be able to, you know, talk to other business owners, people that are in the day-to-day -day of business management and continue talking about IT. So I love it. Absolutely. When it comes to the craziness that we're in today, COVID, obviously, with discussion of whether to return back to the office or remote or anything along those lines. And then on top of that, within the tech world, we're talking cybersecurity and the breaches that we've seen. What would you say is something that you feel has completely changed with customers and the way that they see IT now? I think, I mean, first for us as IT providers, it's really difficult, you know, this new environment that has, instead of you managing one network environment, you now have dozens, you know, or hundreds, depending on the size of the organization with each person's home network, you know, and trying to make that secure and making sure that things don't get uh, in the way. So it's, um, and between that and how aggressive these attacks, these ransomware, phishing, and all, all kinds of attacks are getting, it's keeping us on our toes, you know, and it's very important for businesses to really, if they have not already, 
start focusing on improving their self-awareness, you know, from, from a cybersecurity standpoint and a bunch of other things, as you know, some of the things that we're implementing for us, for the Cinetech customers. So with the Sabino Comtech acquisition, it allowed us to speed up those pieces that, that is needed today. Um, for those businesses. So you, you said something about self-awareness when it comes to customers. And I want to actually dive a little deeper into that because one thing that I think people don't realize is how cybersecurity and how IT actually affects their business. So being or having that self-awareness is something that is very important. Why do you think that business owners lack some of that self-awareness when it comes to their IT? And is there something that they can be doing in order to be more self-aware of the IT necessities that there are for their businesses? Well, the, the easy answer is listen to us a lot more. <laughs> but the, the reality is that it's a full staff effort. It's not just the business owner. It's every member of their team that has to be keep themselves trained with when it comes to cybersecurity awareness um, because the threats keep changing. So if the staff is not continuously training and improving, understanding you know, how the attacks are happening and things like that. There's not much that we as providers can do because we can put all the locks in the doors, all the cameras, all the, all the perimeter security and, you know, all the firewalls, antivirus, and it will not make a difference because ultimately the user opens the wrong thing. Has the, the keys. Thing, <laughs> has the key. That would be my, you know, it's, it's not just a business owner. It's the entire organization has to, has to, you know, want to change and want to want to educate themselves on what's happening. And it's our duty as, as the IT provider to provide those tools to them to help them improve because it's a it's a partnership in, you know, in fighting crime, basically. That's true. And, and I think that's one common misconception about especially cybersecurity, that it, it's a one and done or that um, it's all in the hands of IT. And especially nowadays, that's not true whatsoever. It has to be a partnership, like you said. That's yeah. something that I think a lot of business owners should be aware of is, you know, there. what you can do is make sure that you know of the tools that um, you should have in place in order to continue to protect your business because it is a uh, cat and mouse, ultimately speaking, when it comes to cyber crime. And, and it's almost like, you know, it's not about if I get attacked, the mentality is should be when we get attacked. So you, because it's it's bound to happen if if unless something radical comes about and changes the way this the things are going, it's going to happen. You're going to have a an incident. And it's a matter of how that incident's handled, how well-trained your staff is to alert us when they make the mistake, you know, of clicking the wrong thing or when they realize that something has just doesn't feel right. So it's, you know, it's that response. It's that, it's that planning, you know, beyond the awareness that will really make sure that the, the customer doesn't get affected long-term. 
It's the same reason why we have backups. It's the same reason why we have insurances. It's 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 yeah, necessary. That's one thing that I was gonna bring up was the um the fact that it is almost like an insurance. Um and that brings my next question into play is how have you seen insurance for cybersecurity change with the way that literally the landscape of cybersecurity has changed within itself. So it's it's funny because, you know, at the beginning, all the uh, business insurances came out with cybersecurity policies. They thought they had the golden ticket for new business. And they've quickly realized that this is costing them a lot of money. And a lot of providers <laughs> have now walked away from that kind of business. And it's funny, as I was talking to uh, my neighbors, actually big in the, in the business insurance space, and he was telling me that cannabis was such a taboo, you know, to back cannabis insurances. And now that's more, more accepted than even cybersecurity. <laughs> oh my so God. The, things are, things are definitely shifting. If you don't meet certain criterias, if you don't have the right tools in place, if you're not training them, if you don't have a, a true managed service provider, they won't insure you or they're, or they're going to jack up your rates 10 times. It's important. Yeah. That's one thing for sure. Yeah. I've seen is is some of clients or prospects coming to us um, because of the fact that their insurance is demanding certain things um, and or just completely denying them uh, the coverage because they don't have certain things in place. So if you don't have that in place and if you're not calculating that into your cost of business, that's something that should change uh, because it is the way that just business is going nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's incredible how large that document is getting that the insurances are questioning all the requirements, you know, do you have this? Are you up to date here? They, you know, I had, I had, we had a client recently that had a, a the insurance did a, a penetration test and truly tested if their network was secure. So they actually have people trying to hack into the customer's network to see if they're secure. And that's the only way they would approve the policy, you know, and then on top of that, you have government pushing compliances into different industries. So now you have industries like the legal or health and, you know, and so on and so forth that are requiring more compliances that if you don't meet compliances, then you're not allowed to practice or so on and so forth. So, and I know you know a little bit about that. So why don't you tell me about a little bit about that? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. That's, um, you know, when it comes to compliance aspect of it. It used to be where if you needed to be compliant, it was almost like as long as you're trying, it's fine. Um, and now it's actually being enforced, not just being enforced, but then also the fines are getting larger and the, yes. the way that they're essentially cracking down on it, uh, like if it was some sort of crime to be outside of compliance, which I guess it is, it is, it's, <laughs> it's nuts. Um, it's absolutely nuts. And, you know, going back to the whole insurance thing, it used to be one page where it was, the questionnaire was literally a single page. And now I've gotten one that was at, I think it was at least 20 pages of questions. And yes, absolutely. You know, business owners have no idea what the, those answers are. And if you just answer them without actually knowing whether you have certain things in place, it's not going to help you, you know, when, whether it's a compliance 
factor or whether it's actual insurance, if something does happen and you don't have these things actually in place, then you're not going to get covered or you are going to get fined. So it's it's actually pretty crazy the way that it's going now. And, and it almost feels like since COVID, the seriousness behind technology has uh, just risen. Do you do you feel that? Absolutely. And, and it almost feels like, you know, sometimes when when we're talking to customers, um, it almost feels like you guys are just trying to sell us more things. And the reality is that, you know, we're being forced to to do these things, you know, and it's until their their providers come back and say, hey, do you have this in place? And then everybody wants it, you know, in a week. And it and we're like, well, it's going to take, you know, a month to to you know, implement. It's difficult. And yes, through COVID, everything has increased. And I think it's because everybody's in their own silo or a lot of businesses have their own silo with people working from home and things like that. It's creating more possibilities for the attackers. You know, the other piece that that a lot of people don't realize is that there's a lot of, and, and I talked about this w with somebody recently, the social engineering piece of it, right? So you, you have Right now, the cool thing is to post everything that you're doing on social media. Well, guess what? Those attackers are watching. Including lunch. Yes, including <laughs> lunch, right? So what happens is that these attackers know when you're there, when you're not there, what you're doing, you know, who you're seeing, where you, where you are, and that gives them more opportunity to do more things. Next time you decide to post something, just think it through, whether you want somebody to really know that. <laughs> Yeah, and that information is then turned around and being used uh, against uh, the employees of a company and or in order to um, trick someone into uh, letting either clicking something or giving certain information. So that's... I'm busy. I'm in, a, in a, an important meeting, but can you buy me a couple of gift cards? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and what people don't realize is that it starts off with something so simple just to confirm that you actually are active in your email. So it could be a, a simple question of, hey, this is CEO number one, I'm in a closed door meeting, and I need to make sure you get this. And somebody responds, Yes. It's like, okay, now now I can actually start to probe into your emails a little bit more and see what, what, how can I actually get to you? So it's crazy. It's a crazy world. I mean, honestly, it's a crazy world. Um, it, you know, those businesses that are not actively working with a MSP are basically risking a lot because things are getting very very complicated and the typical business owner uh, will struggle with some of their requirements on their own. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's as easy as I can put it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to agree. Uh, not just because I'm in this business, but because I see the fact that business owners and just people in general that are not technical in nature will struggle with technology. And so if you don't have someone that is actively looking out for you, whether it's the actual monitoring of the systems or planning with you to look out for what is coming uh, within the industry, within the IT industry itself, or how it affects the business, it, it becomes difficult, especially when 
you need technology to run your business. Yeah, absolutely. One thing that I don't understand is uh, why people refuse to talk about IT. What is your take on that? Why do you think that it's a, I would say, non-sexy subject, but it's just something that most people don't think about? I think that generational problem, older generation that didn't need this, maybe don't see the value. Um, and I'm generalizing, so don't, nobody get offended. <laughs> You know, I think that there's that older members, business uh, people that don't really see the value. You see a newer, younger workforce and that team understands it because they've, they've grown up with it and they see the value there. So you're going to get more pushback on the older workforce. One, the, the other reason is because people don't like change. So IT typically comes with change and uh, that becomes a problem as well. So it, it's it's a it's a number of things I would say ultimately, but um, I definitely have experienced that an older staff is is harder to engage into IT uh, needs. I would have to agree with that, and sometimes they are the they end up being the champions of change, uh, especially when it's easy to adapt some of those IT changes. But yes, for sure, the younger generation, uh, what would be the millennials that are now entering into leadership positions and things like that, uh, see it, see technology a little bit differently because they, they grew up with it. So I definitely agree with that. Uh, but I have to push back a little bit. I know there was a but coming. <laughs> Um, I have to ask, um, even though the, let's say, older generation may not see the value in technology the same, they still have to use it. So why do you think that there is still not that thought of, hey, IT is important and it is actually the difference between a competitor nowadays or pushing business forward? I think they look at it differently. It, it, I don't think it's that they don't, they don't see it as important because obviously they, they would see that the importance of it, but they see the importance of it just like they see the importance of uh, maintenance staff or the importance of mechanics. You know, it, it, it's, they don't realize that potentially IT plays a bigger role than what they believe. You know, they see the importance. We need, obviously, the computers. We need the, the network environment. But they don't realize, they don't realize that it's at a point where if IT is not functioning correctly, it will hurt the bottom line. So I think it's a shift from looking at it as a, as a just something that we need to have to something that's instrumental in operating your business. And I think that's really where the difference is. Yes, I love that response because it's it's true. That's the one thing that we can definitely all agree on, audience as well as us too, is the fact that technology is not going anywhere anytime soon. So if you are in business, then you obviously are going to need it to move your business forward and how you think about it, how you go about it will make the difference between being 
in business, which ultimately, if you really think about it, it's business plus tech equals success. Thank you for sharing this time with us. We hope you were able to get some juicy, helpful tips or some nuggets that got you thinking. If you want to connect between episodes, contact us on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. And if you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. 